off with a softball. Um, what was your first job in the movie and TV industry? Okay. It was a movie that was originally titled Animal Husbandry, but then they changed it to, I believe, Someone Like You. And it was Ashley Judd, Hugh Jackman, and Greg Kinnear. I believe that was my first. That's a heck of a name change, right? <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Animal husbandry to someone like you. Yeah, that's that's kind of how I, I, I actually I think the reason why I know that is because I saw I was scrolling through movies like a couple of weeks ago and I saw the, you know, the trailer and I was like, oh, wow, I remember this movie. Wow. My first one. You play a detective in the film The Devil You Know. What attracted you to this role? So for me, it was um, it was bigger than just the role. Like I, I, when I read the script, I wanted to be a part of the project because um, I felt like this script was um, it was it, it was kind of like the films I grew up watching. Right? It's just old school storytelling. It's just a, a lot of human storytelling going on and it's not there's no capes you know there's no dragons nothing like that and it's just this this human story about a family and I always wondered what it was like to grow up in a bigger family and what happens when conflict happens between siblings on you know like on a grander scale because I grew up with just one sister so we just clash like that and then we hug and clash like that and then we hug and, but I, I knew people who came from, you know, families with, you know, four and five, six brothers or six, you know, four brothers and two sisters. And it's a whole different energy. And I always wanted to be a part of that. And so this project was kind of that segue into what it's like to be a part of a big family, um, especially a tight knit family. And what happens when someone's actions begin to expose all of the cracks, you know, in that foundation that is the family itself. Yeah, I think that's one of the things I liked about it. And I think you pointed to it well. It's just a very grounded, rooted film yeah. that really has just its its dialogue and performances, which which leads me to my next question of, you share several scenes with Omar Epps, who I think Epps is just downright incredible in this film. What's yeah, it, it like working with him? It, it, was, it, was, uh, it was incredible because our biggest scene um, was on, on like my first day of shooting. And... Uh, you know, I had, it was like five pages or something. And I, I think I'm, it's like, there was a version of it originally that was just going to be a oneer. It was just going to be a oneer. And so I had to dig back into my theater roots and really, really like almost memorize the lines. And, uh, and it just, I just spent a couple days doing that scene over and over and over and over again until it was just in my head and I was ready for the winner. And we did a couple ones and there's apparently a sound issue. So thankfully he, he, he covered himself with some coverage and, uh, and uh, the scene came together. But with working with Omar, for me, it was, it was kind of surreal because, you know, I was sitting across the table uh, you know, from, um, what's his character's name in Juice? Uh, I can't remember his character's name in Juice, 
but I first time I saw Omar Epps was in Juice, and I was wasn't. Q. Even, he was Q. He was Q. 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 Right. I always want to say Bishop, but that was Pop. Um. So he was Q, and that was the first time I ever saw him, and you know that was my childhood, right? Like I was a kid around the same age as him, so I could identify with what he was going through, and even though I didn't grow up in New York, you know, I felt like you know kids all around could identify with what he was going through peer pressure you know a friend who's unstable <laughs> all of these things um and so it was like wow and i've i saw all his whole entire career and so it was like it was almost like why haven't we worked together before now and we we, we talk about it to this day we were talking about it last night like it makes no sense why we didn't work together until now but now that we have worked together, we already know like how we want to, you know, how we want to approach things, what we want to do moving forward. We're going to do more projects together for sure. This is the third film that you've executive produced. Is first off, what's that experience like for you? And then on the flip side, is this something that you want to do more of in the future? Absolutely. Um, you know, I, I, I mean, if I could do. If I could executive produce, you know, one out of three or two out of three of my every project, that would be great. Um, I, I like being involved behind the camera. I, I'm learning um, the tricks of the trade in terms of producing. I'm learning about independent financing. I'm 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 absorbing as much as I can, and you know, being able to spend time on set and not have to shoot is when you really start to understand what producing is about. Being involved before the cameras start rolling and pre-production and understanding you know, what that really entails. Um, all of that is, is, is what I'm kind of taking in. And, and Charles, God bless him, he was a great mentor on this one. I would, you know, we would sit there in Video Village and watch, you know, watch the actors. And you know, he gave me permission to kind of shadow him. So, I would walk up, you know, when he wanted to give a note, I would walk up and watch what he says, you know what I mean? And sometimes we would talk a little bit and I would tell him what I saw and we would, you know, he would make an adjustment or whatever. It was just, it was just an incredible collaborative experience. And I really appreciate Charles, Charles Murray, the writer director for giving me that opportunity. And at the same time, um, anytime you have an opportunity to be um, involved in the development of a project and the development of a character. I mean, that just opened my, you know, I, and like I said, this is my third time doing it. I already know that what I can bring to the development side of things is, is, is just priceless. Give me a shot. Let me, let me tell you what I, what I think about this character and how we can make them better or more interesting. That's that's where that's where you know executive producing um, is is it's just it's it's a must-have in many ways. Speaking of that, you work on big budget projects, and then of course you work on indie style of films. Do you prefer one or the other? And and does that indie film kind of bring that more personal approach to everything? You know, they both serve a different purpose, right? So a big budget film like a Too Fast, Too Furious. It's just amazing to see the grand scale and the amount of people it takes to make a movie on that level. The amount of preparation and training, 
you know, like going to driving school and like all of that, like, you know, I remember the second unit on, uh, so Too Fast, Too Furious was my second movie and um, where I was featured. And uh, the second unit, which was like the stunt coordinators department and that whole unit, it was bigger, that crew was bigger than the crew of Barbershop. That's how massive of a production the, the Fast uh, franchise was back then. I can't even, I, I couldn't, I don't think I'd be- Seven to, films later. <laughs> I, I'd be drooling over what I would see right now at the level they're at right now. But I can say that it is, it is, it is a feat to watch all of these people collaborate to make a project. So that's beautiful. Now in the independent world, I would say that it's, it's even more special because you don't have all the resources and it forces people to be scrappy and it forces people to kind of do that, you know, that terminology of guerrilla filmmaking, which is sometimes you got to steal a shot. And I remember shooting this one particular film called Jelly Smoke that was an independent film that won the LA Film Festival, like, I don't know, 18 years ago or something like that. And this film, I remember shooting, you know, I shot it with some, some, some purchase, some students from uh, SUNY Purchase in New York. And we would be in the subway systems just shooting with no permits, just, <laughs> just, you know, Michael run through here and, you know, blah, 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 blah. And we'll do this and then go up the steps and we'll follow you up. There. Like I missed that because that's where it all started. Right. And you, you always, you never forget that love and that passion of, of the early days. I miss like learning my lines and going, going to the theater on the train and sitting there and talking, running over my lines on the train. Like I miss that. So, um, you know, I, they, they both serve their own, you know, purpose respectively. Last question to you is you've been doing this a little over 20 years now. What draws you to work with a specific director or writer? So for me, every project is about a collaboration. Um, especially with your director. And there's a, a feeling that comes when you connect with your director and you connect with, you as an actor connect your micro version, your micro vision with the director's macro vision. And that is something that when it clicks, the shooting experience, I can't always say that the movie comes out great, but the shooting experience is always on a 10 out of 10. Like it's just an incredible experience where you're just bringing out your best work because it's a director's medium. And so film and TV is you know, really, the film specifically is a director's medium. So it's, it's really, really important that you, you know, that you find that, that history between you and your director.